Hey guys, you're listening to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Key May, a digital content producer, creative coach, and visual artist, helping kickstart your creative careers and stay sane doing it. Now, in this episode, we are talking all things friendly fraud also known as chargeback scams. So we're talking through the steps to protect yourselves and prevent this happening as much as possible because it's something that plagues the creative industry like crazy. Uh, So first of all, what is friendly fraud, right? So friendly fraud is when a customer attempts to get back payment for a product or service with no real justification. They just want to get the shit for free. So they'll file a pretend complaint and nine times out of ten, well, it depends on the, the, the payment platform you've used, they'll get awarded their money back. Um, so this leaves the, the seller obviously peed off and out of pocket. And as you can imagine, this is a, a massive issue in the creative industry, especially with the exchange of digital services and intangible items, which is where this can be applied the easiest, right? So I'm going to tell a story uh, of... This person called Mayimi, sorry if I said that wrong, Mayimi, uh, I doubt they're listening, but just in case, uh, <laughs> on Deviant Art. So Mayimi created six pieces of artwork for a client, all right, and the client was happy, the client was like, yeah, 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 this is great, blah, 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 blah. They paid through PayPal, and they paid, it was the sum of, uh, it was thousands, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was thousands, right? And then two weeks after the payment had been cleared, the client then got in touch with PayPal and said, oh, these uh, these payments are unauthorized. I don't know what this is. What is this? And so they launched an investigation and Mayimi my, my was asked by PayPal to provide proof of delivery. But obviously, because the services were um, digital and intangible, she's not able to give a tracking number because there was nothing that was sent physically, right? And so PayPal froze her out of the process and ended up paying the client back the money, which left Miami's account in the red, right? Because the money's already been withdrawn. The money has been spent. It was two weeks ago. So the money's been spent. So now Miami's account's in the red because PayPal decided, no, we're going to give the money back to the client. And so this as well when your paypal account is in the red you can't use it you can't accept payments you can't take payments you can't you can't make payments and if it stays like that for long enough they can just close your account altogether so it's not a favorable position to be in as you can imagine and so the thing with paypal is it's it is quite risky using it as a i mean anything is risky online right but they have a specific policy that does not protect digital artists and sellers of intangible items. So on their website, uh, it says, seller protection does not provide protection for claims, chargebacks or reversals for items significantly not as described and intangible items, licenses for digital content and services, right? So we're going to go through some steps that you can take to prevent this from happening to you if you choose to use paypal or any other method these steps will hopefully help you to protect you from ever being uh friendly frauded <laughs> i don't why is it called friendly i don't know right so grab a pen and we'll get through these notes as uh, simply as we can right so the first step would be to add something physical all right so if you are producing 
say, a set of logos or if you're creating logos, you can literally, and I mean literally, print out the logos on mock-ups onto an A4 sheet of paper and you can post that. It doesn't have to be something glamorous. If you're creating an illustration, you can turn it into a, a poster print and you can get that printed out and send that. Um, you can, if you're creating something like moving picture, you can print out the showreels or the, what's it called? You know, when you the stills. Yeah, you can like, you can caption the stills. You can put that on a, a sheet of paper and send that. It does not have to be something that's groundbreaking, uh, but it can also be an opportunity for you to add a USP to your service. So you might want to send something a bit snazzy or whatever, just to add another a, a string to your, your, your bow, I guess. Um, so yeah, you can do that and make sure that you are tracking the delivery because that is something that can be used against you in the court of law. So get that done. Number two, get approval and confirmation. So some scammers might try the angle, oh, the item wasn't as described or claim that it was unsatisfactory. I didn't like it. I paid money for it and I got it and it's rubbish. It's not what I asked for. So right, no, make sure you get feedback right so when you send the um like you send a proof of the, the image and you say all right is this okay and they'll get back in touch with you via email and they say yes that's fine thanks that's your proof right there that they are satisfied with whatever it is that you've made right so you make sure you get that uh get that before you release the final copy of work right number three save all correspondent correspondence rather because another angle they might try is the I don't recognize this transaction angle. So if you get them to sign a contract, first of all, get them to sign the contract, that is proof in itself that they've acknowledged what this transaction is. And also on the contract, make sure that you are noting down what the payment will look like when it leaves their bank account, like their uh, the, your reference, your company reference. Let them know what that will look like. So if they see it come out of their bank accounts, they can't say, I don't know what that is because you've told them and they've signed the document that has told them what that is. OK, um, number four, try alternative methods. It doesn't have to just all be on uh, paper. Um, and I know it sounds like I'm being biased, but you know what? I do have a bit of a sketchy history with PayPal, but I will get into that on another episode at another time because uh, I'm still a bit salty uh, about something that happened with them. But uh, <laughs> but you can always try alternative methods. And I know some people are a bit iffy about direct bank transfers, but maybe consider opening up uh, new bank accounts. Like you've got Starling, for example. You can set that up and use that like uh, exclusively for business transactions and this will also make it easier to file your taxes and all that sort of stuff at the end of the year because everything is in one place and you can operate from that space and have no issues with that so you can try that you've got monzo you've got tide uh, you can also try stripe if you want to still explore online payment methods but if you are insisting on still using paypal then like i say just number five document and track everything make sure you have your recorded delivery because that is that will be used against you and I know this from experience when it because this, this happened to me guys <laughs> I, this happened to me I, I put my hands in the air 
I did get scammed. I didn't take these precautions that I'm suggesting to you now. And the first thing they asked me, like they asked Miami, do you have a tracking number to prove that you've sent whatever it is? And I was like, well, no, no, I don't. So I was frozen out of the process immediately. And the person who did this to me, they even sent me an email saying, ha, I knew this would happen. I know how PayPal works. That's why I got my money back. But listen, I'll get into that another time. Right. So make sure everything's recorded. And also the address that you send physical con content to, make sure that that is the same address that's on their PayPal account. This is very important because if you send the physical content to a different uh, address, there's no proof that you sent it to that particular person. So that can also be used against you. So make sure you send it to the same address that's listed on their PayPal. And also in your contract, your initial contract, make sure that you're stating that sending something physical is part of your service and it has to be accepted as part of your service. So that has to be on the contract and they have to agree to that and they have to agree to submit their address in order for you to do that. All right. So these are five steps you can take to protect yourselves from friendly fraud. And I hope these tips helped put things into perspective and keep you covered and give you some food for thought going forward. And remember, if there's anything you'd like to be covered on the Champs podcast, you can either drop a DM on Insta at creative.champs or an email to hi at creativechamps.co. Thank you so much for tuning in. Speak to you same time next week.